Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is Travel Banter. Hi, Angie. Hi, Tom. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. How are you? Good. Where do we find ourselves today? We find ourselves in Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. We are home. <laughs> and I asked that because the last episode we actually we actually recorded very far away from home. So right, I'm, the Fluminchino Rome Airport. I'm repositioning our audience and oh, creating okay. some awareness of. So this is for the the listener benefit. That's right. That's what it's all for. All right, so we're going to do a podcast today. We're going to go back to Iceland. So we've talked a little bit about it here and there. We recorded an episode that was like an hour long and the audio had a problem. So we're going to sort of break that up and do it into several pieces. The thing that I thought we would talk about today is one of the first things we did when we got there was a walking tour. And this happened to be one that included food. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought we'd talk about that, where we went, what we tried, why we thought it was good, or if we thought it was not good. But how does that sound? Sounds great. Okay. So you want to talk about our guide? Sure. Our guide, our guide's name was Thor. Thor? Thor, Nobody's yes. named Thor. Well, as we found out, it's like the third most common male's name in Iceland <laughs> is Thor. <laughs> so, of the five guides we had while we were in Iceland, three of them were named Thor. Outstanding. <laughs> Not one of them carried a big hammer. hammer. No, yeah. nobody had a hammer. Yeah. At least that not that we, you know, not that they wielded at us or anything. No so. spandex, no capes. Yep. No. No superheroes. Just really nice people. But they were nice people. Very, very nice people. Okay. And uh, the uh, weather, so we've taken some walking tours in some cities, and it's been, um, I guess we've had kind of a mixed bag um, <laughs> of weather. And this, we uh, what was the weather like on this walking tour? It was cold, bitterly cold, and sleet, and rain, and wind, <laughs> but we were in Iceland, and a rainy day on vacation is always better than a rainy day at home, so it was good. Or a rainy day on vacation can be better than a sunny day at work. How about that? That's that's a good way yeah. to put it, yes. So we started this walking tour. Um, it was a bit of a mix of history, culture, and food. Mm-hmm. And so as I recall, um, we're going back to October, so that's about five months ago, I guess, six yeah. months ago. Um, we first walked up to this hill to the statue of Leif Erikson. Yes. And so we got the sort of explanation of that cultural heritage. Yeah, we did. And and he told us, our guide Thor told us a little bit about um, the history of Reykjavik and that um, Reykjavik means Smoky Bay. Um, I'm not sure why the why it's called Smoky. I don't know if it was fog or from ther- geothermal or for what reason it was Smoky, but that's what that means. And he gave us a great little history of the city um, itself, it was really an interesting piece of, tri- not trivia, but an interesting piece of learning in the food tour. I really liked this particular food tour because we did get a lot of that history part of the city. If we were standing up on that hill and uh, looking at the statue and then he kind of turned us around and we were looking back down the hill towards the um, shore and the city mm-hmm. and he was kind of telling us like where the water used to come up to and then how over time they've sort of built that out and yeah. so where the shore is the harbor and all that is actually kind of much farther out than where the water originally yeah 
Yeah, because as I recall, there, there's a kind of a harbor wall right. almost all yep. along the the road that goes along the um, along the coastline of Reykjavik. Which is a great walk if you're ever there and you the weather cooperates and you have the time. Just go ahead and walk that. The views, the panorama views it's from there beautiful. are just outstanding. Beautiful. All right, so the other... Um, uh, main event here was the food and I think we visited what one two three four five I'm looking at my cheat sheet uh, five places mm -hmm. along this what maybe three hour four hour kind of walking tour yeah it was a great tour lots of a big mix of Icelandic favorites and and local favorites and I gotta add in there we did a small group tour with a great group of people too it was really a, a fun time yeah it was uh eight to ten people maybe? probably probably yeah. ten plus Thor our guide I would say the uh, age range maybe skewed a little bit younger than us yeah Iceland's a pretty popular place with uh, travelers in their 20s and yeah maybe early 30s but um, it was fun we can hold our own we so, can yeah yeah <laughs> probably we, we can hold it better than some of the youngsters <laughs> All right, so the first, when you go to Iceland, like I think of seafood, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to get some great fresh seafood. Yes. Um, and lamb. Um, mm -hmm. So I was really looking forward to trying the lamb. I love lamb. I don't eat it as often as I might. Not your favorite. Not my favorite. Uh, but it, I have to admit, I've had it both here stateside and I've had it in Iceland. It tastes different in Iceland. I don't know why it does, uh, but it does taste, uh, it just has a different aftertaste to me than it does here. God, don't ask me why. Could be completely psychological, but I liked it when we were in Iceland. It's the water. <laughs> All right, so the first place we went was the Icelandic bar, and mm -hmm. it was at this point in the walking tour, uh, rain slash sleet, and we were very happy to be inside, and it was, we it was pretty cold. And so they put two things in front of us that made us very, very happy right away. One was a beer, Mm -hmm. So Iceland has a tremendous uh, craft brew, microbrew scene. Yeah. And so it, it, if you're into that, there are lots of places to, to try some really cool beers. And um, so the first thing they put down was a, an Icelandic beer um, for those who wanted to partake. And then uh, the lamb meat soup, which is pretty much, uh, I would say, a staple in it that is. we found it all over the place even when we went on some tours that we'll talk about in, in another episode where we were far far from from Reykjavik yeah you always find a little cafe or something serving this lamb meat soup or stew mm -hmm. um, and oh my gosh but on this particular day it was cold it was rainy it was the first time I took a bite of lamb in Iceland and it, it just was heavenly it was very good it was very warming very hearty um, very delicious soup on a very cold day. <laughs> so you were even surprised that you liked it. I was surprised. I kind of went into it going, thinking that, you know, I'm in another country. I will try this because I'm here and I may not, may not have the opportunity again. But I really, really enjoyed it. And I actually had the lamb soup um, at several other places while we were there that week. And I know they served us some some bread with this with the soup, but I don't. I, do we do we have anything else at this place? It was the beer and the lamb soup. I think it was soup, just the right? beer and the lamb soup. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this was a place that we actually put on our list to circle back to and have a meal on our own there. Yeah. Because yeah, their menu was actually pretty cool. So, they did have a yeah. good menu, and they had a very good selection of beers as yeah. well. Yeah. All right. So the next um, the next place we went. So when you walk from 
I guess in Reykjavik towards the giant church on the hill. And I should have written my notes down what that's called, but you can see it from everywhere. And, but all up and down that street, lots of cool shops and restaurants and bars and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so he took us to uh, this place called Ostabudin, mm -hmm. um, which I'm sure I just butchered butchered the name. But this happens to be uh, translated as the cheese shop. Yes. And we had some local cheeses and some cured meats, and that was really... Um really an interesting selection that we had there. We did, and, and so the cheeses, um, a lot of, uh, as you might expect, lamb's milk cheeses, um, mm -hmm. some cow's milk cheeses, all really good, really flavorful. Yeah, we had a, also on the meat side, we had a, a smoked goose breast, I believe it was. So that was my, I actually went back to the cheese shop to get some more of this, but yeah, mm -hmm. a smoked goose breast that, was really just I mean, I'm not even sure how to describe it 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 was um somewhere between like a prosciutto and a duck breast but yeah I mean, it was just it, it, was really, good. it was just really good it was good first um, time i've had goose too yeah and there were also some controversial things um offered so some people may uh like this some people may not iceland has some controversial food choices um we asked a lot of questions before we tried different things and uh, one of the things at the cheese shop um was horse mm -hmm. and um the explanation was that the icelandic horse don't call it a pony it's the icelandic horse um in, in an in an economy and a climate like iceland they they use everything they do they use absolutely everything. and so they don't raise horses for the food supply however when a horse no longer is able to fulfill its sort of utility as a horse mm -hmm. um they will use it in the food supply so mm -hmm. it's not raised for that but at the end of its life if that's the best purpose it can serve that's what it serves so mm -hmm. they did serve as i did try it um i thought it was good um you know, kind of close to, to beef. Um, I think it was kind of a smoked yeah. um, uh, version of it. And like I said, it was good. And uh, Yeah. Um, it's it's fair to note that there are several other, other European countries that actually, that is part of their, yeah. their food supply. And, and we have been to other um, countries where that that is the case. So it's not just Iceland. So nobody... Hate on Iceland just because, <laughs> but... Yeah, it was the first time I'd had the opportunity to try it yeah. specifically. Yeah, so. Any other comments about the cheese shop? No, That just, was the first place we ran was... across Icelandic salt. And, oh, uh, yes. You'll want to mention something about that later, because we didn't buy it at this point. But yeah. we did note all the different kinds of Icelandic salt and lava salt and burnt salt and all the different sort of... Icelandic sea salts that they offer. Yeah, the, the cheeses, I have to say, I think were among some of the best that we've had in our travels and in our cheese tastings. I think they were among some of the best that we ha have had. All right, so the next stop was Cafe Loki. And Cafe Ooh, Loki, uh, we had heard so about good. before we went. And, and if you're investigating going to Iceland, you probably know of this place. Um, it, it's a pretty cool two or three story level kind of cafe mm -hmm. um, right near the big tall church on the hill that I can't remember the name of. Um, <laughs> but um, but they're really famous for typically is the rye bread ice cream. And yes. when you hear rye bread ice cream, you're like, I don't Ew. get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but it has a, a it, you definitely can taste some rye, but it doesn't knock you over. It has a sweetness to it. Yeah. Um, and, and a texture that's just slightly a little more chewy, like a gingerbread kind of... Yeah, almost like a, a, a gingerbread pudding ice cream or something. I, I, they're really, it's, it is difficult to describe it because you know you're eating ice cream, but it has this texture that it, it has a good bite to it. Very good. And it's the rye bread that we experienced in Iceland is very different than the rye bread that you buy in the grocery store in the U.S. It's a, it's a completely different experience. Um, and that's what's used in the rye bread ice cream. So I encourage you guys, if you go there, if you have the opportunity to try it, just give it a try. It's served in small portions. It's very rich, very delicious, and absolutely worth the calorie expenditure. Yeah, so the uh, we tried both the rye bread ice cream, which is the, the sweet rye bread kind of crumbled up and mixed into the ice cream. And then we also tried the rye bread itself for the first time. And like mm -hmm. that really, and we ended up going back there one night for dessert and coffee yeah. um, to have more of that. I think we may even have done a short video that might be on our Instagram, Instagram page someplace or on our Facebook page. Okay. Can you... Uh tag that again to make it pop to the top or I, can. I don't know how that works yes i will do that on our travel vanter facebook page cool and then uh, the third stop was a nicer restaurant uh, again someplace that we actually ended up making reservations and going back to on a different night for dinner mm -hmm. um we had uh, a pretty good spread at this one this we was did. almost like a full lunch the good thing about these food tours is that pretty much handles your food budget for the day absolutely so, um well, you walk away just stuffed but yeah. we had arctic char oh. which really was the best bite of seafood i may have ever had in my life yeah. it was so fresh and so good a very mild white fish um that was seared it almost had a bit of a sweetness to it i don't know if they used a bit of sugar or a bit of honey like in the pink. glaze it's a little more like salmon looking oh is it was it salmon -y? Yeah. I, I guess can't remember completely but i remember it was good and yeah. and, and uh, you've probably heard in past episodes i'm not the biggest seafood eater but this this was really yeah. good and um i i have to add as well um messine is where we went they were very accommodating for food allergies oh, did I as not well. say that at the beginning? i'm not sure if you mentioned no. the name or not but they were very accommodating for my food allergies and made alterations in the dish for me um even i believe they even served me a separate piece from the yes, rest of the group you did. So. Yeah. yeah yeah they served it in um kind of a, maybe a big cast iron pan Family style um there were multiple pieces there was vegetables and stock and everything in there and the fish was nice and glazed it mm -hmm. was just so freaking good it so, was very good um, i actually went back and, and had that arctic char again for dinner as my entree it was yeah. really outstanding it's one of those restaurants that you have to make reservations to Definitely get into make a so reservation. if yeah. this is on your food list on your experience list make sure you make a reservation before you go yeah we tried to walk in one night and uh it was full and it was. uh no room at the inn as it were and so we asked if we could make a reservation for the next night and they accommodated so we now had been to one two three four places yes um and we were we were feeling we were still walking and it was cold outside and so you walk up but we were pretty pretty full um 
the next location so this next location where he took us is the most popular sort of food vendor street food kind of location and it's world renowned and usually has lines that are around the block and takes 45 30 45 minutes to get to the front of the line or whatever so we walk around the corner of this building and there was nobody, nobody. there because it was, <laughs> it was raining and cold and it was it was at the beginning of winter <laughs> winter in iceland starts in october so. so we're talking about this little red uh kind of food trailer kind of thing called the town's best hot dog um Bayarin Bestu Pilzer. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Icelandic hot dog is also something that uh, you read and see a lot about when you're planning a trip to Iceland for two reasons. One, it's unique. I think there's a lot of lamb in the hot dog. Mm-hmm. And two, the way they prepare it with the gravy and onions and yeah. the kind of bun is a slightly different texture. And um, and so it's, it's an experience. But it's also... What, what some will tell you if you're traveling on a budget, it's it's an economic, uh, ec- economical way to do lunch or something because it's not as expensive. All, all these yeah. restaurants and meals in Iceland, food is just expensive. It's an island. Everything except for what they pull out of the sea, I guess, or grow there has to come from somewhere. But um, And so I kind of wish I'd have had this at the beginning when I was a little hungrier because I do love a good hot dog. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the hot dog, the meat itself and the bun were outstanding. The gravy... I don't know. That, I mean, maybe that's an acquired taste. It's a little, little different. Yeah. Um, but at, well, like, I was like, I was trying my hardest to finish it because I felt bad. But I was so full <laughs> by that time. I was full. I'm not a hot dog fan. I have not been a hot dog fan for most of my adult life. Um, it, it was okay. I, I can't give it 100% props because I'm just not a fan of them. But. Everyone around us truly seemed to just absolutely adore it. Yeah. So I, I would encourage you guys to try it. Even though my per- personal review may not be stellar, everyone around us really seemed to enjoy it. I don't have a lot to compare it to because I'm just not a hot dog fan. But Yeah, I think I would have definitely have one again. I would probably skip the gravy, but that's yeah. just me. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and so that was kind of the conclusion of the tour. At that point, we... Uh, said goodbye to Thor and, and kind of meandered our way back to our hotel, um, Iceland. I think, as we've mentioned, maybe um, if you've heard a past episode, very easy place to walk, very it good is. walking city. And so we kind of meandered our way home. The weather was kind of off and on. And I think at this point, it started to let up a little bit. And, it did. Uh, it definitely warmed up towards the end of the day and the rain let up and it was a little more... Um, walking friendly than the actual tour time was right warmed up in the sense of 35 degrees fahrenheit instead of 25 not, yeah. not necessarily 60 or 70 degrees right, right? So. and um he did uh he told us about another place that we didn't do on the food tour but that i had also read about and um called Microbar, which we went there twice um, on our own to try uh, some of their local beers. Very cool place. It's in a basement. Mm -hmm. Um, Easy to find. It's kind of in the middle of everything. And bartenders are very cool and talkative and uh, chatted with us, took pictures with us. And I had read online that uh, they definitely like uh, craft beer conversations. And they uh, would definitely be nice to you if you uh, come with some craft beer from where you're from. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so I brought some Arizona craft beers and, and, and provided them, and we made some quick friends that way. 
So we there did. was no quid pro quo per se. I still paid for my <laughs> beer, but uh, we made some friends. And They were. One of the interesting things we learned on our tour, I believe it was from Thor, was that beer is like and craft beer is kind of a new thing in Iceland because it had been illegal to brew beers up until like the 70s, I believe. Yeah. But beer really wasn't brought to Iceland. There, there was only one place that could brew beer, and that was on the U.S. Um, Army base. Right, correct. In yeah. in the 1949, I guess, and part of whatever negotiations was that they could brew beers for the American soldiers. But as time has gone on, Iceland has since legalized the brewing of beer and their micro brewery game is strong we had some really great beers i had a blueberry beer that was out of this world and then i had a chocolate stout another night that was just out of this world so so good yeah those are recommendations from the bartender and that's when you make friends with those guys and you tell them what you like and they can give you something interesting that you would have never known to ask yeah yeah great and and even if it was on the sign you can't read it anyway so you (laughs) wouldn't have known that's what you were getting so um yeah so that was a lot of fun so i highly recommend that place like i said there's lots of great lots of great craft brew around there if that's your thing um i did want to circle back real quick to the sea salt so um, it's a big thing there it's actually a pretty easy and fun souvenir to bring back Um, but we discovered kind of on accident that Mm -hmm. um, while it is everywhere in terms of souvenir shops um, there are some less expensive places to get it. There are, yes. So when we were in the town of Reykjavik looking at some of the smaller shops, I wanted to bring back a gift for our girls and also for us. And it was maybe $10, $15 for maybe two ounces of sea salt, if if that. Many, many different flavors. And so I decided to hold off and see if I could find any that was less expensive. We went to the grocery store, found the same items for maybe a third or a quarter of the cost that they were in the the gift shops and the souvenir shops and purchased them that way. The only difference was all of the writing on the packaging in the grocery store was all in Icelandic, whereas in the gift shops it was both in Icelandic and English. But the translation was close enough, you could completely tell exactly what it was. So that that's a little tip for you guys. If you see something that seems like a common item in a gift shop or in the downtown area, check out the grocery store or um, another less downtown type shop to see if you can't find it for the same price that the locals might pay. And since we're in the grocery store, if you are a fan of the flavor of licorice and you want Icelandic licorice candy, the place to stock up before you come home is... Is the grocery store. Yeah, bonus. Bonus. Go bonus, to bonus is the name of the grocery store. It has like a flying pig on the sign or something. Yeah, but, it's a uh, yellow store with a pink pig. Yeah. <laughs> so licorice candy. And you can also get rye bread too. Yes. We actually enjoyed some this morning um, from that we brought home and we froze some and it was still just wonderful this morning. Absolutely. So. All right. So we'll talk um, a little bit more about food that we had in some other places uh, in another episode. But I think this is a pretty good place to wrap up. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with me. Where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is Travelvanter. You can also find us on Facebook. Our Facebook handle is Travelvanter. And you can find us at Travelvanter.com. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, hon. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Bye.